Hey, Adam. Yeah. Let's play a little word association. Okay. Uh, you want me to go first? Go, go first. E- epic. Victory. No. Let's try it again. Epic. Pizza. Ooh, close. One more time. Epic. Fail. Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. You're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice, uh, success, failure. We got it all covered for you here, <laughs> baby, today. Coming at you. Today's episode is sponsored by SoundSlice. We love SoundSlice. We use SoundSlice every day. Yes. I, I think it's really, truly one of the great tools that a musician can have. Uh, go check it out. It's a browser-based software that allows you to sync notation with video. You can transcribe right there in the browser. Uh, you can notate right there in the browser. It's awesome. Yeah. Go to soundslice.com slash transcribe. We, we feel like we're at the forefront of turning the word soundslice into a generic uh, verb, actually, because we use it as a verb around All here. the time. I'm like, like, constantly like... Like, what would be an example? Like, Alexis, did you soundslice that jazz piano method uh, <laughs> lesson? And yeah. she's like, no. And I'm like, Alexis. <laughs> That's right, right. So check it out. We love soundslice. Um, okay, so today we're talking about failure. And uh, nobody likes to fail, but as we get older, we've talked, we've... Um, well, one thing about getting older, if you're lucky enough to stay on this earth for a little while, if you're blessed with that, you're gonna your failure's only gonna add up. Yeah, you know, it's not gonna ever go down. So you might as well get used to it. Try to find some ways to, uh, you know, turn lemons into lemonade. And why are we wearing headphones? We don't need them. See, we're failing right there. Yeah. See, no, but we were talking about even our little witty intros. I I said to you today, yeah, I was like, are witty. we falling off our game for the witty intros? Yeah, yeah. are we failing? Yes. Are we fans? Okay, good. So that's the only reason they're, they've been bad. We want to give an example to you guys. Yeah, I mean, we, we thought about this episode because, you know, there's, there's something to failing. There, I mean, I think a lot of people might think that great artists uh, are, are people who don't fail. Right. But it's actually quite the opposite. I, absolutely. It's people that fail and are not afraid to fail. Right. And I think really the people who have the biggest problem are people who are scared to fail, who are right. scared to put themselves out there, to scared to be vulnerable, um, you know, for the fear of failure. Right. And the truth is, is that we all fail. Right. Even, even Peter Martin fails. You oh, know, man, what are you talking about? I'm master fail. Master failure. But it's, how, it's what you do with failure. It's how you handle it. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully we can get into some of that today. Yeah, and I would just say, first of all, um, for all you jazz musicians out there, which I know is a lot of our listeners and jazz lovers, you know, if you think about this in terms of, you know, a personality uh, trait, I like to think about that. And, you know, w- personality may be more, more so than, um, you, you know, talent, what we associate with talent. 100% or correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's personality. Yeah, it's personality. But I'm saying like personality we can develop. And we do develop yeah. and is informed by art. Like as much as we who we are have certain person like playing jazz and being around jazz musicians and the music affects and should affect our personality. Right. And if you're the kind of person that cannot fail, being a jazz musician is not the right vocation. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many opportunities to fail at every turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's there probably is a way to play music in general or, or, or to be a creative musician in terms of an improviser that doesn't include failure i've actually heard some students recently playing that i could tell they're just they're they're risk adverse i guess you would call them yeah and they're playing sounds like that and they don't really fail except on a on a on a 
micro level, but on sort of a bigger scale, they are failing because they don't have that inspiration. They don't have that vibe. They don't have that vulnerability. That's right. You know, so we all have different parts of our personality. Like, and there's a time, like, I guess when you're filling out your tax return or financial documents, that's not a time to fail. That's a time to be entirely hundred percent accurate. So you're yeah. putting on a different mindset. So it's not a binary thing. It's like, we're, we're either like reckless or we're not, but when we start to kind of see those different sides of our personality personality and how they can apply mm -hmm. to our music, then we can really focus in, you know, because like if you're someone that is very, very open to failure and you don't mind, like you, you don't have any shame in terms of like, Oh, how, what are people going to think yep. or whatever? And you can fail at any time. That's great. But like, let's say you become a, a brain surgeon. That's not the time when you're in there in the actual surgery to be like, I'm willing to fail. I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to go for it. No, this is a time for, for accuracy. It's not really a time for creativity. I know I'm speaking a little bit out of my, my, my zone, but I'm thinking, but there are other times as a surgeon. I mean, if surgeons, but it's a, surgery, surgery is a risky game. So they are very, willing to, to fail. I think in a, in a way like they're yeah. just doing it is a risk, right? right? Right. But they can't be as reckless as we could maybe during a solo. No. You know what I mean? Like as far as like, let me go for something. Oh, but they, if I all, miss it, but I'll they go. can't be scared either yeah, of like true. making an incision. They can't. What if I fail? You that's know, they right. can't be thinking of that. No, you have right. to, wow. Have... See, that's why I brought it up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, but also, but the, the other side of like a, being a surgeon or something is at a certain point, they do have to push the boundaries. Maybe not when yeah. the skull is open. Right. Or otherwise the, the field never, there's no, there's never advancement. So they do have to get creative. And at certain points they look, we're going to try. I mean, think about the first person who cracked open or cut open a skull or however they do it to actually do surgery. Surgery on this thing and look inside there. They yeah. didn't know if that was going to kill the person or not. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So I mean, there there has to be a pushing of the envelope, but it's kind of when you do it. And I think it's very much the same way in terms of when we're soloing because we don't want we, you're not going out to try to fail you, but you have to be open to it and you have to know what you're going to do when you do fail. That's true. And I love what you said about how personality uh, affects this and how it's as you know an important element because I do think that especially newer musicians or younger musicians feel like it's all about information. Yeah. If I can gather the, um, the right amount of information, the right information, and have enough of it, I'll be good. Yeah. And then what happens when you get a little older and you have experience that you, you see people who have lots of information yeah. who can't play their way out of a paper bag. Right. And you're like, oh, like this person knows so much about all this and I don't want to listen to their music at all. Right, right, right. And right. then you might hear a 16-year-old kid who has way less information than you but has a personality that is open and joyous and it's taking risks and it's fun and it's exciting. Yeah. And you're like, well, that kid doesn't know anything about anything, but I want to listen to them play all day because it's really, really affecting me. It's reaching me. And that's that, you know, not having a fear, fear of failure. And that personality trait is something that you can work on yeah. and you should be thinking about and you should be trying to get better at of yeah. of being risk averse of willing to be vulnerable and you should realize that that's just as important as knowing what scale goes over what chord in fact is way more important in right. the long run right and and really like as you you know if you're doing the right things in terms of your practice and playing with you know other musicians that can help you to get better and, and really just all the elements that we talk about here every day and that, that most people probably know. If you're going through those things after a certain amount of time, your playing is going to get to the point where you can be you know, willing to fail because you know you can play. Yeah. Like once you know you can play, then it's supposed to, and, and look, we, we've talked about this before. It's not an overnight thing. You wake up one morning, you're like, finally, I passed over that threshold. It's a gradual thing, and then all of a sudden – you know, it's like the whole thing, the overnight success. Yeah, it took 10 years overnight, you know. But at a certain point, you do realize, okay, I can do this. So 
I should be playing in a way that opens up the listener to me and I can show a little bit of my, uh, what would you call it, you know, willing to fail or, or w- whatever that is, that side of you as an artist, mm-hmm. that should be able to come out in your music, that, mm-hmm. that, that exposed side. Yeah in which is really something interesting as opposed to just like, I'm going to execute everything just because you're good and you can play. Totally. Now is the time to push it even a little bit further. Totally. And then another thing to think about with this failure thing is that it's going to be an ongoing thing for the rest of your life. Yeah. There's not going to be a point where you're like, okay, done failing. That's it with failure. Like it's always going to happen and it's always going to be a part of your process of learning. You know, we've, we have been talking a little bit about this Terrence Blanchard opera, beautiful piece of work that, uh, you know, I'm playing that you worked on for a little bit. Uh, but there's failures going on for, you know, I played it last night. It's three hours. Like there's failures happening all the time with all of us in, in that pit, you know? And I was thinking about like, you can't, when they happen, you can't, you like check check a okay. Well, now I'm worthless because I just missed right. that intro or whatever it was. You know what I mean? Like, there's still more work to do. It's you know we're gonna try to clean it up. We're gonna make notes. We're gonna get better. We're gonna learn. But the next performance is gonna be a little bit better, hopefully. But yeah. I'm still gonna fail at some stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And then thinking about this opera even more, I think about Terrence, and this is a jazz musician who just is putting himself out here in a very vulnerable way right. for a piece of art that is not like straight down the pipe what he he's known for. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. that takes a huge risk, um, a huge um, uh, comfortable uh, feeling with risk for yeah. him, I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's not scared to fail on yeah. this. Like, you could... and, he, and ultimately, he doesn't have a lot of control over the actual performance because he's not playing. He's not playing. <laughs> he wrote it, and it's not even like he's adapting the story from Charles Blow. It's beautiful, but... I was just like blown away by the kind of inner confidence and the the freedom that, that he must have yeah. with himself. Well, I think that 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 it's a beautiful thing that can get um, you know the listener and the viewer of, of a piece of art like that gets that even if they don't get it in a totally conscious way yeah. that comes across and is what makes something exciting. That's right. And I think you know there's all different levels to this in terms of failure. We're kind of talking like. Um, in terms of, you know, something might happen where you don't quite execute something the right way, but your professionalism masks it enough that no one in the audience would notice that. So you're saying there was many failures, but probably almost none of them were actually noticeable. None of the failures were would be noticeable that's, to anybody. But that's because of like specific way, tech, like kind of professional techniques sure. in which you don't go back and try to fix something. You right. don't get rattled. So the next part isn't messed up, you know, right. all those little things that are important. But I think in terms of like as us as improvisers, as jazz musicians, um, something to think about in terms of failing is the other kind that we set up in a solo, you know, we talk about the solo being a story. And so any interesting story has to have its ups and downs. And like failure is kind of part of that. If you look at the way the characters are developed in a book, a novel, um, you know, a movie, a a play, an opera or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's like the, the, the the falling down and then the getting up, you know? And, and so it's not necessarily that precise or, or, or overt the way it translates into our souls, but that there can be an element of that, like in terms of how you develop the story. So that's a, that's more of like a calculated kind of failure and then success. And it, it, I think it sort of focuses around like, and, and look, I've been, I've been the, at fault for doing this sometimes. Like a solo of just great stuff from beginning to end is not always that interesting. Like like just technically great or harmonically brilliant. Yeah. Like there's got to be something in it, like a little bit of grit, a little bit of failure or mistake almost, like I would say. Like not that you're trying to do that, but something that you develop 
and then it becomes this more precise thing or I don't know. There's a lot no, of ways no. to do it. But what makes me think of we did a solo analysis here once of uh, Herbie Hancock's solo. Mm -hmm. Remember this? And yeah. like the solo is building. He's doing all this hip stuff. And then kind of like towards the three quarter mark, he just kind of pulls back a little bit. Yeah. And you could tell he's kind of feeling things out again. Yeah. And that takes that takes not being afraid to fail. Yeah. Uh, he, he, what my instinct at that point would be, okay, well, you know, the audience needs to like it, so we yeah. better keep going. And he's like, no, wait, wait, wait. What's, what's the best for the music? So I think here raises two things that you've talked about before, which is you're not going to fear failure as much as long as your main service is to the music, mm. right? Because you're, it's not about you, and it's not exactly. about what people think about you. It's right. about the music and making sure that that's the most important thing. Right. I mean, uh, going back to this opera, you mentioned we had our episode about the opera that you, know, you were originally scheduled to do it, and you couldn't make these rehearsals. You came in, and you pulled out because it wasn't about you. It's about what's best for the music. Right. And I think if you have that mindset, not the mindset of what can I do so that people will like me right, or right. what can I do that makes me look like a badass. Right. You know what I mean? But what can I do to serve the music in the best way? Sometimes that's chilling out like yeah. Herbie and being like, okay, where, where are we? What, yeah. what, you know, and sometimes that's, you know, stepping away, but, but whatever, whatever that action is, the motivation needs to be from that pure place. Yeah. And it'll help out a lot. And I think if you come, come from that place when you're playing, you can be satisfied every night that you play that it's it's more than just good enough what you've done and so that even the nights when you feel like damn i just kind of I, I didn't do this and i i messed this up or whatever but if you're constantly of the mindset of how do i make the music sound the best yeah. whether that's just you on stage or, or up to a full orchestra and an opera or whatever but that you're part of that yeah you you put your best foot forward then that's fine that's enough you know and plus even though you might feel like an epic fail to you if you're coming from that mindset and you are a skilled player and you can play, believe me, the audience actually got a lot out of what you played, a lot more than you think. So it's really a success. Yeah. It's like a little micro failure for you, but it's not about you, as you said. It's the, it's the ultimate conundrum because, yeah, yeah like to, sometimes for like when you stop caring about what people like or people like you, your ego yeah. gets involved people start liking that more. Yeah. <laughs> you know what if I mean? you love someone, set them free. <laughs> Sting said that. I don't know I if that's what I was saying. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, man, this is great. I love talking about this stuff because it's, it's inspiring for me. To well, come I think at that it. you failed at it and I feel like I failed at this, this discussion, but I'm okay with that. Me too. You know, one more <laughs> thing that I was thinking about, just one kind of button on this to, to tag. Uh, there's something else that's connected here with the fear of failure. And that's, that's the other direction. That's when the pendulum swings the other way mm. and you congratulate yourself too much right. for succeeding. Would that be kind of a general self-congratulatory uh, flair that you might have? Yeah. So okay. if you have a, a if you play one badass solo in the night and then you're like, well, I am a cat <laughs> right. out here Who on the man? scene. Who the man? No one's touching me. I mean, that's that's all that's in the same that's on the same highway, just a different direction right, right. of the, I suck, I, you know, I can't, you're still going to be afraid of failure if that's your thing. You right. got to take your highs, man, take it from local psychopath, blues goalie, Jordan Bennington. <laughs> don't celebrate too big and don't beat yourself up after a loss as much. I'm just going to leave it, leave it at that. Uh, hockey references are totally lost on me. Go blues. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, thank you guys for listening today. We hope you're having a wonderful time with the You'll Hear podcast. You can go to You'll Hear It dot com that's right no pronunciations because that'll break the internet that's just right. you'll hear it dot com 
Uh, and check out our blog. Check out our two minute jazz. Check out All our the, blog. Check it out. Everything is uh, free there. How do you like that? Is that good enough for you? Yeah, free fifty. It's not free even 50. free ninety nine. Not free. It's free fifty. So check that out. You can leave us some uh, message, a speak pipe, all that good stuff if you want to get deeper into the podcast. Um, and our special is still running: two courses for the price of one. Bogo, baby. Our best. I'm not gonna say our best two courses. Our two most popular courses. They so, are, yeah. Uh, jazz piano for beginners and elements of jazz piano, uh, featuring yours truly, Adam Manis, and myself. And um, yeah, check those out. You'll put in B-O-G-O in the offer code on the checkout page after you put both those courses and you'll get them for free. Well, one no, of them you'll free. get them. Sorry. Did I pay. oversell it? Did I fail it on, on that? You, you did fail. It's $129, but it's two courses that are that's well worth well over $340. So. Yeah, and it's a lifetime access. Yeah. And you get the, the PDF downloads, the audio downloads. The workbook. Lo- the workbook. People love the audio downloads. Yeah, they like people, to run with it. They want to run with the supple sounds of Adam Manis talking about, you know, um, I don't know what he's talking about. But, uh, yeah. We're talking about, like, uh, drop two voicings. Drop two voicings, yeah. all that good stuff. But you get uh, lifetime access, so take your time with that. Have fun with that. And until um, tomorrow. You'll hear it.